the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We've got to come tell Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. The quality of the life you live is determined by the quality and quantity of the content of your heart. Not just the quality of the content of your heart, but also the quantity of that quality of the content of your heart. So Luke 6, 45 says, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good, and an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil for out of the heart for out of the heart, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Out of the abundance of the heart. Not just out of the good heart, but out of the abundance of good that is in the heart, your mouth speaks. Amen. Not just the mouth. Everything, everything is issued out. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it, everything comes. Out of your heart, your life is expressed. Amen. Remember that, that, you know, that line that says your exposure determines your what? Your experience. Your exposure determines your experience. And your experience determines your what? Your expression. Amen. And of course, your expression will make impression. So what are you exposed to? Do you expose yourself to the word of God? Do you expose yourself to good things? You know, what kind of friends do you keep? Your exposure determines your experience. And of course, your experience determines your expression. Show me your friends, and I will tell you the kind of person you are. Amen. Praise God. A good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, brings forth good things. So, deposit good things in your heart. Surround yourself with a good environment. You know, don't let garbage get into your heart. Don't watch, you know, Extracted movies. Don't be looking at bad stuff. The bad stuff you look at make, you know, impressions in your heart. Amen. They destroy your heart. Feed your eyes with good things. Feed your mouth with good things. Feed your ears with good things. With the word of God, you will do well in the name of Jesus. Don't forget the context, the context of your heart. Determines the 
content of your heart. Remember that. The context of your heart. The term is the content of your heart. Very, very important. Amen. Hallelujah. So the Lord is speaking to us on the sacrifice of prayer. Prayer is a sacrifice. Prayer is an offering made to God. A desirable and pleasing present to God. Prayer as a sacrifice is meant to be accepted by God. We want our prayers to be accepted. You don't want to just, you know, pray for nothing. You want your sacrifice. If you want to give a gift, if you're giving a gift to some, somebody, you want your gift to be accepted. You, are, you don't just bring the gift to be turned down. You want the gift. You want the sacrifice. You want the offering to be accepted. So we want our prayers to be accepted. We want our prayers to be heard. Your person determines, meaning your person, your heart, the kind of person you are, determines the quality and acceptability of your present. A present is only as good as the person presenting it. You see, in Matthew 23, 16 to 19, Jesus talks about the relative importance of the temple and the gold of the temple and the relative importance of the altar and the sacrifice on the altar. Jesus talks about how some people, scribes, have this opinion, have this, you know, teaching that, oh, the gold of the temple, if you swear by the gold of the temple, you are under obligation to pay it. But if you swear by the temple, huh, that's not a big deal. And he said also, if you swear by the, the sacrifice on the altar, then you have an obligation to pay it. But if you swear by the altar, then huh, you are not obliged to pay it. Jesus Christ said, you are blind. You don't have insight. May the Lord give us a heart that will accept, approve things that are excellent. Amen. Very, very important. Hallelujah. The Lord will give you a heart that will see important stuff that will be able to differentiate, that will be able to distinguish between trash and treasure. Amen. If you are not able to distinguish between trash and treasure, you know, if somebody offers you, you know, a nice car versus you wait a few years and I give you a house, you're going to say, give me the car now. I forget about the house. Amen. That's because you, you don't know what is treasure and you don't know what is trash. But a wise man, a wise person that is able to see that as understanding knows that a house is better than a car. Amen. So if you know that a house is better than a, than a car, you're going to suffer for the next few years to wait to have the house. But someone who does not have understanding will say, give me the car. Because he or she wants to show all. Jesus Christ said to the scribes, you are blind. You are foolish. Which one is more important? Is it the temple or the gold of the temple? An ordinary man says, oh, the gold of the temple is more important, you know. Gold, wow, gold, mm, wow, gold. Mm. Feel good about the gold. Give me the gold. Forget about the temple. Amen. And somebody who, again, who is foolish, who is not wise, says, wow, look at the gift on the altar. 
Wow, those gifts are wonderful. They are expensive. Huh? What's the altar? The altar doesn't look so bright. Hmm? But if you are wise, if you have understanding, then you know that the temple sanctifies the gold. Without the temple, the gold is nothing. It's not a treasure. Amen. And without the altar, the gift is nothing. The altar, the altar, your heart, your heart is the altar. Your life is the altar. If your heart is not good, the gift on it will not be good. The gift could be big. The sacrifice could be big on the altar. But if the altar is not good, forget about the bigness of the sacrifice. Amen. May the Lord give us understanding in the name of Jesus. Really, the real question, the real question is, does God require a sacrifice to come before him? Does God require a sacrifice to come before him? Um, if I were to ask any one of you this question, what would be your answer? So there is no, there is yes. Does God require a sacrifice to come before him? Yes and no. Yes. God requires that you come before him with your heart. You are the sacrifice. You are the sacrifice that God takes pleasure in. So, does God require a sacrifice to come before him? Yes and no. Yes, in the sense that God requires that you come before him with your heart. You are the sacrifice. You are the sacrifice. So that is yes, you are the sacrifice. He wants you to come before him with your heart. If you don't come with your heart, oh, you can't come before him. You have to come before him with your heart open. If you don't come before him with your heart open, forget it. Remember that scripture in Ezekiel, I believe, that says some people will go to the prophets or go to God and inquire of God. And God says, when they come to you, I will answer them by what? By what is in their heart. By the God in their heart. By the idol in their heart. Because they've already made up their mind before coming. So, if they come and say, Lord, what shall I do? What shall we do? God says, go and do what you want to do. I will answer you by the God, by the idol in your heart. Or you say, Lord, we don't know what to do. But really, you know what to do. You are only asking. Because you just want to see what God will say. And God will say, go and do what you want to do. Amen. Wasn't that the case with Balaam? Hmm? Wasn't that the case with the children of Israel when they asked for a king? God said, okay, yeah, go and do what you want to do. But it's not because God is saying, go and do what you want to do. It's not because God is saying yes. So again, does God require a sacrifice to come before him? Yes, he requires a sacrifice to come before him. We are the sacrifice to come before him. No, God does not require a sacrifice to come before him. God does not require a gift in your hand before you can have access to him. No, in the sense that God does not require a gift in your hand before you can have access to him. God requires your heart, not your hand. He wants to see your heart, not what is in your hands. Praise God. So, this is very clear from Psalm 51, where by the Holy Spirit King David spoke as he repented of his sins. And he says, from verse 16 actually, for you do not desire sacrifice. You do not desire sacrifice or else I will give it. 
you do not delight in burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. These, O oh God, you will not reject. These, O oh God, you will not despise. A repentant heart, the Lord will never cast away. The Lord will never cast away. The Lord will never reject a repentant heart. A heart of submission. That is the sacrifice that you come with. That is the sacrifice that God requires. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. These, O oh God, you will not despise. Amen. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.